Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. Uh, no. Okay, well, you, then you're using the same line of reasoning when you say the law of uh, identity holds at all times and all places because you've never experienced an entity not equaling <coughs> itself. So you're, you're using inductive reasoning. So why does the whole necessarily conform to the part? Um, what is the whole necessarily? What do you mean by that? Well, inductive reasoning means um, you, you start with certain particulars and then you generalize to the whole based upon a small sample set. Well, how do you know? Well, the whole? A, how do you know? How do you know? How do if I said to you all swans are white, and you say to me how so, and I say because every swan that I've seen is white. Well, is the statement all swans are white logically necessitated because I've never seen a non-white swan? Uh, no, but okay, good. Know, therefore, the therefore, when you claim me, you tell me that you know that the law of identity always holds. You're just using inductive reasoning. You're just saying all swans are white. Now, the reason why I can say that the law of identity holds is because God himself is self-identical to himself. He creates a world that reflects his immutable character and nature. He not only creates, but he sustains the world through the power of his will. Hebrews 1, he upholds all things by the power of his will. Uh, God okay. cannot. God cannot exude anything that's false. There, therefore, the law of identity and non-contradiction holds universally through the character and power of God. But if if you don't accept the Christian God and the Christian worldview, you're going to have to tell me how it is the case that all entities always equal themselves. Why? Just because you imagine it? Why? Because you can't conceive of it being otherwise? Well, I don't really know how specifically, but you know, you proposed that it was but God. You told, you, told, you, know, you told me you know that the law of identity holds. By what means of reasoning do you know that for all entities that exist, they always equal themselves in in each particular time index? How do you know that? Well, I don't know, but I can reason based but on you, my okay, well, now intuitions. You've now you now you've contradicted yourself because you just told me a few minutes ago that you did know. Hmm. I don't know for certain. I can no, be reasonably no, sure, sir, though. Sir, sir, either either you know it or or you don't. Okay, it, having psych <laughs> having varying psychological degrees of confidence does not ensure that a belief is true. Somebody could be a hundred percent confident that a belief is true, but that it doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. What will necessitate hmm. that it's true is if there's a justificatory path establishing that the belief is true. Uh, okay. So, well, I'm trying to say that the reason that I rely on my intuition is because the only way I can make sense of things is by using the law of identity. And if I couldn't, you know, use the law of identity and make sense of things, then I wouldn't really have anything. So, you, to make what sense you're saying of. is the only way you can make sense of things is by what you imagine. Uh, no. So what? So what? Well, so what if that's my, the only way you can make sense of anything? How do you know everything makes sense? Where'd you get the idea that the universe makes sense? Well, from my mind. Oh, okay. So, 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 in other words, the the uniform, the universe, in terms of its um, 
um, existence <laughs> and sequencing that it conforms the way you think? How come the uniform always conforms the way you think? I, I, I didn't say it does. Isn't, isn't, I never well, said yeah. it does. Okay, good. Then, 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 then how, you know, you, how are you adopting this universal truth? I, I'm saying that the only way I can make sense of things is by applying the law of identity. Oh, so yeah. So what you're saying is the, o- the only way that I can make my thinking and, and speaking about the universe is that, that it conforms to the way I think. That's all you're saying. Uh, Okay, but the way I think is contingent upon yeah, the law. Of yeah, it, yeah, right? things make sense if they conform to what you imagine. That's what you're saying. Unless, of course, you have another standard by which something makes sense. Either something makes sense in conformity to your imagination, or it makes sense according to some standard. What would that be? Okay, but if I were to set a standard, it would still be in conformity to what, my what would What would the standard be? Your imagination or something outside of your imagination? Well, it couldn't be something outside of my imagination. Well, you got to make up. Hold on a second. Hold on. I got a phone call. (laughs) I love preacher heckling. All right. <laughs> All right. So either you're, either you're telling me that uh, in order for something to make sense, it's going to conform to what you imagine or you would like it to be, or it's going to conform to some standard. Okay, but I'm I'm trying to this. I don't know. Like I'm trying to create a standard. I don't like. I have standards. But I don't know, like, how I justify those standards. So it's your product of your imagination, then? No, it can't be. Well, it's not a, not necessarily because if it was well, a product, where'd you get the standards always... from? Where'd you get the standards? From? Um, yeah, I get my standards from the revelatory acts of the God of the Bible. Now, if you don't get them from the God of the Bible, where'd you get them from? Well, I, they're my standards. I I think that they make sense to me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when you say, yeah, oh, yeah, but do you understand something? When you say it makes sense, it means that certain ideas and concepts and explanations conform to a certain standard. So, yeah. what's the standard? Is it what you imagine to be the case, or something yeah. that is external to your imagination? I mean, there. How can I perceive something external to my imagination? That's that's my question. I don't know. If you don't know, then then when you say something makes sense, all you're just simply telling me is a certain concept conforms and co- coheres to what you imagine. Because yeah. because your position isn't it makes sense because it conforms to the mind of God as known by his revelatory acts, right? <coughs> is, is, refer- are, there, are, there, are there revelatory acts of the God of the Bible your standard by which you things make sense or not? Uh, no, they're not. Okay, good. Then the standard will then the standard to make sense is whatever conforms and coheres to what you imagine. Uh, not necessarily. I always good. have to then check what's to the make external sure standard? Then what's then what's the? You know, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's consistent with what your imagination or some external standard. Well, it, it 
to my imagination, but also across time. Right? What do you mean? I can always. Okay. Well, no, I can no, always okay. check. What is what is this external standard? So now it's your imagination plus an external standard. What's the standard? Well, it's not. It's it's kind of it's time. It's like checking to make sure it's consistent. My thoughts are consistent because I believe in consistency. So 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 what if your thinking's consistent? People can people can think consistently and be wrong. I'm just making sure they're consistent to themselves. So what? That doesn't mean it's right. Well, I can always, you know, I can still rely on external standards. Well, what's your your external induction? What's your external standard? Well, I use the external world in order to see, you know, what about the external? What's 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 the standard in the external world? What is it? Uh, Do you know anything yeah. about the external world? I, I, I think so. I don't know. Like, oh, I make sense uh, what do you know about the external world? What do you know about it? Well, I, I assume it exists in that. It's no, I didn't ask you what you assume. I said, what do you know? Um, in all honesty, I don't really know anything about the external world. Good. Then you have no standard at all. No, I'm using a standard. I mean, I know my mind exists what's the, what, that makes sense of what's, things. What, what's the standard? How do you how do you know your mind exists? What's your mind? Um, my mind is what when you say. I, my mind. What you're now doing is you're you're saying that you you are distinct from other personas. How do you know that? <coughs> I I don't. Well, it's um, it's what I identify as is you know what I experience. I don't know if there's something outside of that. It's just what I identify as. So what you imagine. So all you're simply what? telling me is what I imagine this, I imagine that. Okay, so what do you imagine? What do I imagine? Oh, sometimes I go to the movies and I imagine, you know, um, the Hulk beating up on somebody. Sometimes I'll watch a TV show and I'll imagine uh, an actor named Peter Falk play, play Columbo. Okay. <laughs> but when it comes to my worldview, it's not a product of my imagination. It's a product of God's sovereign revelation, which he has secured, will, will reach people. What they do with that, their acceptance or rejection of it is up to them. But it's not the product of my imagination. It's the product of God's sovereignty. Well, yeah, you're, you're basing it off of your own mind, though. That that's Are correct. You? Yeah, that's that's correct. But that doesn't. Okay, so what are you the doing? mind doesn't. The mind does not equate to simply imagination. Okay, so what are you doing that I'm not doing? What am I doing? I'm accepting yeah. the revelation of God as the ultimate standard, the ultimate uh, platform from which to know what the truth is. Okay. Now, when you reject that, God says that his revelation and natural special revelation is required for the foundation of all intelligibility. If you if you don't accept that, then how is any statement you make intelligible with respect or in principle to your system? Well, the answer is you can't have any intelligibility even in the saying the sky is blue because you don't know what your system is. So if you don't know what the system is, then how does the sky being blue make any sense in a system for you? You don't know what it is. 
well, it, how can that not make sense? Like the sky is blue. I can say that. I mean, it makes sense whether or not I believe in something else or not. Like okay. I can still say that the sky right, is blue. Listen, it makes listen, sense listen, to listen, me. Listen, listen, sub- okay. listen, listen to me. Okay. Okay. When we make statements or propositions, we call those we call them predications. One such predication is the statement the sky is blue. That statement may be semantically intelligible to you and me, right? Because we're both Americans, we both speak English, but that's not what I'm t- discussing. I'm talking about metaphysical intelligibility. How does the statement the sky is blue mean anything with respect to your system? Your system or your model of reality is going to be the backdrop mm. that a- that actually provides intelligibility and meaning. So what is sky and what is blue? Uh, then if you tell me, well, blue is a, a small portion of the electromagnetic spectrum that um, when that spectrum um, interacts with my optic nerve and my retina and then my brain, I then have an experience and say blue. But now the problem okay. is that's in, that's invoking a world where there's causal causality, causal connections and relations and laws of nature. And so my question to you, since you don't believe in the God of the Bible, is where'd you get these laws of nature from? Uh, I didn't get them. I mean, I, 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 I think well, doesn't them. doesn't blue require laws of nature? Because if there are no laws yeah. of nature to be spoken of, blue doesn't mean anything. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. So, if blue is intelligible, then you must presuppose that there are laws of nature. Then, where, hey. where how, how do you account that there are laws of nature? I don't know. It seems like there is. I can. It seems like there is. I don't what, know how what, else what I do you can mean, what do you mean verify. It, what does that What does that mean? It seems like there is. It, it seems that your way, imagination, what I, your your imagination, um, um, your imagination is um, uh, you, your mind is a web of belief, and you have a variety of beliefs, and those beliefs function as a cognitive filter by which you interpret your um, sequential experiences. But the fact okay. that it seems that way doesn't mean it's the case. I'm sure you're well aware that. Uh, would you agree that science has discovered certain phenomenon that is counterintuitive? Yeah. Okay. Well, just because something seems that way doesn't mean it's right. If you go onto YouTube <sighs> and you watch the lecture on quantum mechanics by David Tong, T O N G, he's a British physicist. He's actually very entertaining, very educational, and he breaks down quantum mechanics for the average person, and I highly recommend you watch the video. And at the end of the video, he says, that's how we think things are at a quantum level. And then he says at the very end, he says, but we could be wrong about it depending on uh, the particular angle or perspective that we're looking at it. So just because something seems to be a certain way isn't necessarily the case. And the more that if you, for example, the more you study the philosophy of science, not just science itself, then you will start to start to realize things aren't so cold, hard and concrete in science as people think there is that it is.
Uh, okay. I mean, for example, mean in science, that? for example, in science, there's a there's an outlook called um, instrumentalism. And instrumentalism is the idea that these theories and laws might be false, but it doesn't matter as long as they are useful to us. Okay. So just as though it may, it, it seems to be this way until and if we come across something where it doesn't seem to be that way, we'll just, we'll, we'll just use these theories and laws, even though they might be wrong. Well, how, how do you know that? I'm just explaining to you what instrumentalism is. Uh, I'm not, right. I'm not advocating instrumentalism. I'm just simply okay. telling you that just because somebody says, well, it seems to be that way. Well, it seems to be that way. It just has to do with your interpretation. <coughs> right. You, but you, you your can verify some. Yeah. You can't verify anything in your non-Christian worldview. Um, because I base it on my subjectivity. No, you have nothing. You have nothing to appeal to. You uh, don't even. I don't you even, don't. You don't even have subjectivity to appeal to. Okay, you're saying that I don't have a brain. Okay, how do you verify something? Tell me. Um, I test it with existing data, and I try to see if it fits in with a larger framework. Okay, if so, so science verifies things. Um. Kind of, yeah. No. 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 Then mean? why did then why did the great philosopher of science, Karl Popper, advocate falsificationism as the demarcation between science and non-science? If we could verify things, why would he advance falsification and as a principle? It's, be, it's because theories aren't verified. Theories are subjected to a gauntlet of um, um, tests. And if a, if, a, if a theory goes through a gauntlet of tests, it stands to live another day, but tomorrow it might be falsified. So right. any, any conclusion that we come to, it will be tentative, which means we could reject it tomorrow. You say, well, this seems to be the best explanation now, but tomorrow it might turn out to be false. So there isn't okay. any real absolute verification in empiricism. Okay, so you're saying you can't verify anything. No, you can verify things if it's in conformity to the revelation of God. Wait, how do you know that? Because God revealed it. Uh, okay, how do, how do you know that? God revealed it. Because if, because if I told you that there was an independent source to verify the revelation of God, then that wouldn't be the revelation of God, would it? Because the revelation of God is the ultimate and final authority. How can there be an independent verification of the revelation of God when God is the ultimate authority? There can be acceptance or rejection of the revelation of God, but there can't be an independent verifier because then that would be the ultimate authority. Okay, so how do you know God is the ultimate authority? Why? Because he revealed it. Uh, think about this for a second. Let's think about this for a second. How else could you know that the God is the ultimate authority? By what means? The answer is, it would be impossible. Unless God reveals to you, being that he is an omniscient, omnipotent, always truth-revealing creator, unless he reveals that to you indirectly and directly, 
you would be able to know it, would you? Okay. Well, how did God reveal it to you that he exists? How? He revealed his existence through natural revelation, through everything that exists. Everything that you see is evidence for God, not some things. Everything is. And God has put it in our hearts sovereignly to know that everything is evidence for God, but that some people decide, no, no, that's not evidence for God. It's just evidence of, you know, just matter itself. And God has also communicated through human history, and he's recorded it objectively right. and accurately and sovereignly. That's how we know it. Okay. So... <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. You're saying that God revealed hold on, himself. Hold on, hold on a second. I'll okay. I have no idea what's going on. Okay. <clears throat> you don't know what's going on? Um, yeah, it's going to get. Yeah, are you there, Achilles? Achilles, uh, yes, sir. I'm here. Yeah, your 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 little punk is sending me more hostile and obnoxious, uh, me uh, unsolicited messages, and I just blocked them. Okay. Ah, uh, dark. Yeah, dark master. Yep. All right. Thank you for telling me. Uh, I'll send you the message. Yeah, just paste up in the. No. Okay. okay, I'm I'm back. Are you still there, David? Yeah. David, let me can I just give you a compliment? Even though you and I don't agree, and I think that you've been trying your best to, you know, um, dialogue back and forth, um, I think that you've done so in complete honesty. Um, I, I run into a lot of people that are duplicitous and uh, they're evasive. Um, they, they, they try to be obstructionist in the conversation, and you haven't done anything then. I think that's commendable. <laughs> okay, so where were we at? Yeah, that God is God has given His revelation. We know that He exists because of His natural revelation and His special revelation, and it's it's culminated in the sixty six books of the Bible. Now, if one rejects what the Bible establishes for itself, then one will be operating from a different worldview, and they're going to have to establish an account for that. Oh. So, you know, we don't, we maybe, maybe I don't know, but maybe if I just like had my own religion that was separate from what you believed in, you already uh, have a religion. You're speaking from a religion right now. You just don't know it. Uh, what do you mean a religion? Everybody, everybody has a religion. Everybody, including atheists. So, is a religion just a worldview? Um. Well. Basically, but it, what it involves in what it, it involves is either a, a conscious or more likely an unconscious belief and commitment to that which is absolute and upon which everything is derived or depends. So, if if we talk about something 
whose existence doesn't depend upon anything independently of itself. We call that divine. Okay. Now, many times the word divine has the idea that it contains personhood, but it, it need not contain personhood. They does so, rely on something though. So if, what, what, I, if I, if I, if every Christian on, on planet earth disappeared, nobody would know Jehovah's name anymore. Well, that that will that will not that will not um, that will propagating you. No, that's not. By the way, God's name is not Jehovah. That's a mistranslation. Okay. Well, it's very well. I'll take the um, nitpicking of of rhetoric as an admittance. Then I didn't understand what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mr. Puppy, I didn't understand what you said. <sighs> well, okay, what's his name really then? Are you talking about the God of the Bible? Yeah, isn't his name Jehovah? No. That's a that's a mistaken right. that's a mistaken pronunciation where they inserted the vowels of the Hebrew word for Adonai in between the tetragrammaton, and the four letters of the divine name YHWH. Just call him the God of the Bible. Yes. Okay. I'll call him God with a big G, and that will be yeah. enough. But okay. sure. But still, his uh, existence relies entirely on his propagation. Uh, everything. The reason why you exist right now is because he's upholding your existence by the power of his will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And if he and and if and if he will, if he just simply willed that nothing would exist, then everything would cease to exist. Bible makes it very clear: he upholds all things by the power of his will. That's why anything exists. Now the problem, the problem is, is that when you, if you say so, who, uh, who I has noticed that you haven't. I noticed, that you haven't um, I noticed that you haven't. This that would, I don't know. I assumed it was you. No, it's not me, David. Is that oh, you? Oh, it's David. Yeah, it's David. He's got a lot of family members in the background. Yeah, it's David. Go ahead. I just noticed that you that your answer to existence relies on him, which I, which you, which is a you're breaking up. You got to start all over. Weird defense, but sure. My connection is bad. Apparently, give me a second. I think Discord timed out my connection. It will do that sometime. Yeah, you're roboting. Anyway. Really? I'm waiting. Do you want to um, talk to me for a bit, Doc? Sure, go ahead. Oh, I just thought, like, maybe we could, um, you know, start our previous discussions again. You know, I don't feel um, like sure, if you want. Um, I'm expecting a phone call. It could come in 10 minutes. It could come in 25 minutes. So That's okay. So, um, like, what's the difference, in your opinion, between God and truth? Um, 
God is the truth. Jesus Christ so said, no difference? Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Truth is that which conforms to the mind of God. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ conforms to the mind of God. So he's truth. If something does not conform to the mind of God, then it's not true. Is it in God's so, mind that everybody knows his name? Say that it's again. Like, is it in God's mind that we all know him? Yeah, God God has designed the world that everybody, insofar as you have a normal brain um, and you've gone through you know, a certain neurological development, you know God exists. Yet Christianity is a minor religion in the world and most people in the world don't even know him. Odd how that works. Odd how that works. Okay, so so in other words, when the Bible says in Romans one that everybody knows that God exists through the everything. Bible uh, is wait a minute, you're over talking me. You're over talking me. So when the Bible in Romans one states that God has made his existence known to all mankind through everything that has been made, so that man is without excuse. So that's false in your view? And it's okay. not a view. It's it's blatantly a lie. Oh, okay, good. Then if it's if it's a lie, then you must have the capacity to uh, the capacity to reason, and you must have the capacity to uh, to know what the truth is. In order to say something is a lie, you have to know that something is the truth. So how do you know mm. how do you know what's true in relation to the Bible? How do you know what's truth? <sighs> when hmm, no. when I know something is true, or the general concept of truth. What is what is truth to you? When it's not false, right? But how do you, how do you how do you assign the truth value to a proposition? How do you know if a proposition is true when it's not false? Yeah, that well, that's 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 just a redundancy. Yeah, but it's also the truth. Right. Not. So how do you, how do you, right? Yeah, saying saying that it's not it's not false is just another way of stating it's true. I think he's asking not for the criteria of falsehood, man. Yeah. Yeah, how do you yeah. how 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 are you able to determine that a state of affairs is the case? If it did happen. And how do how do you know? How do you know things happen? Uh, I might have seen it happen, for example. Okay, now do you have basic reliably co- cognition and basic reliable sense perception? I can look fine, yes. So is the answer yes, you have basically reliable cognition? Cognition means, in this case... You're, you're, you're meaning your most fundamental mental states. Do they operate in a basic, reliable way? They, they at least, they operate. Uh, you be the judge of how reliable they are or if they make sense. No, I don't have to be the judge because the question is put to you. When you, when you tell me that certain things are true, you're doing so through your cognition. Now, in order for you to make a mm-hmm. determination that something is true... If you're if the if the basicality of your co- cognition is not reliable, then you don't have the capacity to know anything that's true. 
So do you do you presuppose that your basic foundational cognition operates reliably and properly? No, nope. I just base that they re- that they work. That well, that doesn't that what what, what it, well. First of all, when you say work, um, work, work entails that things operate in a certain way. How do you know how anything operates? I mean. I don't know the details, but I know if they, I would know so if my do you, mission was failing. Do you, believe, do you believe by blind faith that your cognition works? No. Good. Then how do you know your basic cognition operates correctly? Because it's not failing me. How would you, how would you, how would you know it's not failing you? Do you, aren't yeah, you, like, aren't you using your cognition to determine it's not failing you? Isn't the whole point of making a mistake that you don't realize you're making it? How many times have people gone through an analysis and they and they feel that, that that they're correct in what they've done or how they've concluded a certain project, and then somebody points out, no, that's incorrect. Well, when you put it that way, then I suppose completely arbitrary. That's right. That's the that's the dilemma you're in. When you reject the revelation of the Christian God, all you're left is mm, in a world no. yeah. No, that's where we disagree. I know where you're going with it. Like you want, you want everything okay. to tie back into God, but I disagree with that. It puts me in some kind of uh, well. You're telling well. You're telling me that you can know that certain things are true by the basic yeah. operation of your cognition. Well, is your cognition yes. operating correctly or properly? It might fail me in some areas. Yes. No, I didn't matter. ask you. I didn't. I didn't ask you that question. See, my question is going right over your head. I didn't ask you if you ever make cognitive mistakes. I said, do you have a basic, foundational reliability of your cognition? Okay, define that further. Then, yeah, your most fundamental mental states when they uh, when they operate chronologically or consecutively, do they operate in a reliable way? Foundationally. Yeah. Are you asking me if I think? Yes, I think. Yeah, is, 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 yeah, yeah, dude. See, the problem in the discussion here is I'm asking you very circumspect questions, and you're giving me borderline convoluted responses. Either you, the basic uh, foundational cognition operates properly, basic or foundational let me finish. Your basic, most fundamental cognitive states, either they operate properly and correctly, or they do not, or you don't know. Which is well, it? Well, to be well, to be a pedantic back, define what operating properly looks like. Well, the, the, the operating properly be, would be by the way that they were designed. Would be to know God in your case, but no, well, by the way that, that case, they're no. they're designed. Okay, good. Then then you don't you don't know that your cognition is working in any correct way foundationally. You believe in evolution, right? Mm, we don't need to bring that into it. Do you, yeah, we do because where does your where does your cognition emanate from? Is your cognition an ultimacy of reality who doesn't depend upon any prerequisites? No, it depends on a bunch of prerequisites, but not good. Yet. What then? What's the prerequisite for your cognition? My existence, first of all. What does that mean? Well, if I didn't exist, I couldn't think. Okay, I don't know what 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 is existing. What are you referring to? Well, there is base. Well, when you go deep enough, you basically come to either by a binary option: something exists, 
or it doesn't exist. Yeah, sir. And you, listen, you're not. Rather, you're, you're not. Matter. You're not. You're not giving me clear answers. Okay. When you say you say you you exist, do you mean do you mean your body? Do you mean your brain? Yes, all of it. And okay. So is your cog is your is your cognition is your cognition the product of eons of evolution? Mm, must be part of it. Yes. Okay. So um, does does evolution select for truth or does it select for uh, behavior? No, it selects for capability. No, it's so no, it selects for action and behavior. No, that's the answer. All we right, will, dude, let, let, let me let me explain something to you. No, you are you are totally wrong. Evolution selects for how do you know I'm wrong? Like, would you I well, I'm trying to explain it to you. No, how do you know I'm wrong? I'm trying to explain it to you. Yes, but it's going to be I'm trying to explain it to you. That's the third time. Now, do I have to say ten more times I'm trying to explain it to you? Well, now, okay. If evolution, you you can go evolution, evolution doesn't select for cognition. Evolution would select for action. So, if an animal um, darts away from from a predator, let's say the animal has an incorrect cognition, but that cognition results in it fleeing and it survives. It survives another day to reproduce. Evolution does not select for cognition. It selects for behavior or action. But here's an even greater problem. In your mind, your cognition is no, the product of evolution. Let, let, let me, let me don't finish. Tell me what no, don't tell Listen me. Listen to me, think. dude, dude. Let me finish or the conversation will be over between the two of us. Okay. Now. <laughs> well, then please refer yeah. ref okay. refrain listen, from okay, using listen, the word listen. you think. Right. Well, I'm having a conversation because I know that you think this way. Do you reject a Christian worldview? Yep. Okay. Are you an atheist? Well, define. You have to okay, define. Listen, dude, dude, listen. My patience has just about run out with you. Your whole style of dialogue with me is simply being argumentative. Now, I'm going to ask you a series of simple questions so I can understand where you're coming from. Okay. You reject a Christian worldview. Are you an atheist? Well, if I, well, you know, I could point out that your whole, st that your whole style of I do. I'm not doing. Listen to me. Listen to me. Are you, are you familiar? Heckler, are you familiar? I'm not, not a street preacher heckler. Listen to me. I'm not a street preacher heckler. Now, this is your last chance. I don't suffer fools very long. Now, I'm going to ask you a series of questions so I can understand where you're coming from. Do you accept the Christian worldview? Yes or no? You have to describe it to me first. Okay. The Christian, you're not familiar with the, okay, goodbye. I'm done. We're done. Thank you for your time. See ya. Okay, Instinct wants to debate. Okay.